What's up, Illini fans? It's Logan and Phil back for episode 10 of the Oski Hour. And what a week it is heading into the NCAA tournament as the number one seed in the Midwest region. I mean, you guys watched the end of the season and damn, did we finish strong. Yeah, this might be my favorite episode of the Oski Hour because we did our last one two weeks ago before Ohio State and Michigan in the regular season. And we were hoping, you know, like, let, let's hope we beat them. Yeah. We went on a five-game tear. Yeah, there was a lot of I, – I don't want to say unknowns heading into those um, games, but there were some. I mean, we didn't know if Iowa was going to play. We didn't know – we were kind of on that two-slash-one seed line, and we needed to win some games to get over that hump, and we did exactly that. I mean, uh, started off Tuesday with Michigan, right? Yep, Tuesday in Michigan without Iowa. And we beat the shit out of them. I mean, went in there and um, – just we embarrassed abs- them yeah. at Michigan. We we embarrassed them, um, and that was one of the impressive things. Also, we were on the road for like Wisconsin, Michigan, and Ohio State. We and went to Michigan and just, just, just. I mean, Kofi had a field day on Dickinson, and everybody yeah. was like, "Oh, Dickinson! Oh, Dickinson!" It's like, "Hello, here's Kofi," and we we yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> go into Saturday, and Iowa's back. That was still an unknown, and he comes back and. Plays an unbelievable game, super yeah. efficient from the field, and looks like that first team All American. And um, I honestly think the best thing that happened to this team was having Io out for that stretch of games. Um, uh, everyone else kind of got a new confidence, and yes. this team all of a sudden is starting to show a swagger that yes, kind of that 05 team had, and a lot of those great teams have. Yeah, I think I I completely agree. If you watch if you watch the Big Ten tourney and you saw some of the, I mean, our bench had so many points, and like everybody, including I know one plays that stands out to me is Adam Miller in the championship game against Ohio State is the second play of the game, and he drives, gets that and one going off his left hand. Adam never drove during the regular season, never drove the ball. I'm like, drive the ball, drive the ball, drives, and one. And that's just the confidence he's gained from no I.O. He had that great Rutgers game, I think, without I.O. or Nebraska, whoever it was. And 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 everybody's on that. Curbelo, like all of them. Yeah, I think when you kind of break down the Big Ten tournament, you look at – Every single one of our players, and obviously Io was the MVP of the tournament, doing what he does. Yeah, and Kofi was averaging twenty and nine and nine point six boards. So you know what you're getting out of those two. And then Trent obviously stepped up at the end of the championship. Mm-hmm. Demonte played. You you see a different Demonte Williams every game. Sometimes he's gonna he had like close to ten boards on either Friday or Saturday championship game. He was an automatic from three and hit that um, little teardrop. Um, in the end of regulation, and you like to see the seniors making plays. But then beyond that, you see Adam Miller had a good game, Georgie had a good game, and Curbelo. I mean, what that guy did on Saturday was pretty unbelievable. So, I mean, just the depth and everyone coming to play at a certain point in the tournament, that was fun to see and exactly what you want to see before March. Exactly. And Georgie, I mean, he, everybody had the game of the life at one, one game or the other. So, Georgie – you know, second half, Kofi's in foul trouble. Here comes, you know, Georgie. Ten rattled off ten straight. Had like twelve in the game. I mean, that was amazing. Back to back and ones or something. Curbelo, back to back dunks in the Iowa game. I mean, yeah. dude was just splitting double teams, putting up floaters, making everything. Sure, he throws in a turnover every now and then, but yeah. we'll take. I mean, we'll live with those. And the confidence on that freshman. I mean, oh, come on, come on. Took 
the biggest shot in overtime probably. Yeah. That kid does not fear the moment. Uh-uh, at all. And and that's what we love to see. And I, and I think he likes coming off the bench too. Like mm-hmm. it just it just like it just feels good. And, and we need Miller to maybe guard the taller guy, but yeah. Um and then I think one of the biggest takeaways too from this team is you're starting like we always knew they loved each other and had fun playing, but you're starting to see that reach a new level. Like yeah. the like tight how tight knit this team is and like the fun they have, like we've all seen the post game locker room celebrations, yeah. but just you're seeing it the whole game, the whole post game, off the court. I mean, I watched the Georgie Kofi press conference uh, uh, from after the Big Ten championship, and those guys are clowns. They had their arm around each other and were just messing with the media, laughing, smiling, and. I'm just happy for this team that they kind of got to experience that because they're more than deserving. I think, and it's I think it's like huge for their like just mental state too because I mean they only have each other to live with, especially for the next month yeah. in Indy. Um, and I think that's I think it's fun to see. I think that it shows like they're enjoying themselves and like they want to keep playing. And and I think it, I mean it could be huge for the tourney and just just in general, yeah. uh, just in general for like recruiting for Illinois culture for Bad Underwood. It just yeah. is. It's a good look. Um, I don't know if you listened to the John Rossine podcast yesterday. I didn't know. He talked about uh, he has Illinois going all the way. Okay. And he just all the way, all the way. Yeah, all okay. the way. All I the like way. that. And he talked Here about the, the, pain. the mental stamina okay. of the team, which um, he was in the bubble. He's in the bubble right yeah, now. Yeah. So he kind of knows what it takes, and I'm and you love to hear a guy like that who's so. Uh, diversified in the college hoops world yeah. saying something like that about our team. That's good. Um, and then I guess, you know, really quick looking back, I think this is important to look at, you know, four years ago, you know, I saw a tweet where it's like when we fired John Gross four, five years ago, I guess, um, Ohio state was also looking for a coach and Indiana was looking for a coach and Indiana hired Archie Miller Ohio State hired Chris Holtman, and we hired Brad Underwood. And at the time, we kind of got a little shit for like, you know, maybe was this was this the best hire? You know, why? What could what could we've gotten? You know, look at Archie Miller. Look at you know, who's this Chris Holtman? And so, you know, there goes Archie Miller. We just beat Chris Holtman in the championship, and and Brad goes fourteen and eighteen in his first season uh, with the Orange and Blue, eleventh in the Big Ten, four and fourteen in the Big Ten. I remember Frazier was a freshman. And he got this nod. He eventually started over maybe like a Tejon Lucas. He got and it was like, all right, like we're like, we're gonna have to play this freshman now. Like mm-hmm. you know, Frazier, like he's doing good. You know, he's driving. You know, we're getting, we're just hoping for points. Next season we go twelve and twenty one. Well, I think before you drop to next season or jump yeah, to next yeah. season, I will. I remember uh, we played Eastern Illinois in an exhibition game. I was at the game. Okay. And we lost by thirteen points to Eastern Illinois. Yeah. And the sure. exhibition game, and you're like, holy shit! Like, like, and I saw a picture of Underwood in a, of him after the Eastern Illinois game, sitting on the bench, just kind of looking down, and he was probably reflecting, and you know, just like, like he knew he had his work cut out for him. But I think that just kind of shows how far he's brought this program in four years, and obviously he's got the players, but nothing would be happening without BU. Exactly. And, and I mean, that it's just a testament. Like, mm-hmm. DeMonte sticking around the program. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, jump to next season. This is literally three years ago. We were 12 and 21, 10th in the Big Ten. Um, 
Yeah, that was probably one of the that was the one of the worst seasons in Illinois basketball. And you could look at even I I was a freshman. Yeah, like we had names and stuff, and people were. I mean, I know we were getting sh- like shit on it just in general and just frustrating. Like that was the year we upset Michigan State at home. I rushed the court. Were you there? Yeah, remember we took the uh, Finn two twenty one test. Yeah, we had to take the the makeup exam <laughs> right for rush to get out. Oh my gosh, I bombed that. <laughs> Didn't care. Got there right at time. Sat like two rows behind behind Brad Underwood, and uh, we rushed the court. But like th- that stuff was like, wow, we just upset number nine Michigan State. Here we are. We're just like, I'm mean, taking that stuff for granted. Yeah, which now, is awesome. And then we just beat. Five times, five, yeah. In the like, last what the heck? Weeks. Like, the just how far this program's jumped on. Yeah, and then we talked about the team accolades, and then just today, uh, Iowa's got announced as the first AP All American in program history, and Kofi was second team All American. So you love to see the individual accolades as as well as the team, and we knew how good these individuals were, but I guess that's official now, and their mm-hmm. jerseys are going to go up in the rafters because that's what the criteria is. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, enough enough reminiscing now. You know, we got a solid team. We're number one. We're like the number three overall seed. Um, one thing I do love to see is we're number two in the AP. We jumped Baylor. Mm-hmm. I knew we might snag enough votes. And, you know, I kind of like that. I love the AP poll. And, you know, when you look back, you see the AP poll. We're number two. Yeah. So that's I think that's awesome. I don't know if you follow uh, Robert Rosenthal on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I see his tweets every now and then. He tweeted today, and I thought <clears> it was an awesome tweet. First thought this morning was about the AP poll. I think if I showed you this uh, AP poll six weeks ago when the narrative was Gonzaga slash Baylor and then everyone else, and you walk in the future and I hand you this, how crazy would your brain go? You'd probably be like, what the hell happened that's in the a, that's a, six weeks? That's and, a good point. I think it's uh, awesome that we ended up where we did, and but we're not done yet. And the fact that Baylor only – they lost Oklahoma State and they lost to – who else they lose to? But um, it's like Baylor didn't lose. Like we worked ourselves to get up to that spot. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the fact that Baylor lost a lot. Um, <clears throat> but looking ahead, we have Drexel, which, I mean, um, we don't really have to do a scouting report on them. It's a 16C. They won their conference tourney. Uh, Clark Kellogg likes the team because he might be alumni or something. But mm-hmm. he's like, oh, darn, they got Illinois. So should be a cakewalk. Looking into the second-round match, you got a either exciting in-state matchup with Loyola, mm-hmm. who uh, is very good. I It's kind of a David versus Goliath matchup. I mean – there's no reason why a number one Illinois team should lose to um, like the Missouri Valley champs. Don't get me wrong. Porter Mosier is a great coach and what he does with that team defensively, but just we are better than them at every position. And I think we're just as well coached and play a much more exciting style of basketball. If we even see this matchup, I really, 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 really want to beat Loyola because there are clowns on Twitter or just in general who do say, oh, sometimes obviously we're the best team in the state. But, like, oh, watch out. You know, you don't want to be beat by another team in your state. Like, yeah. that would not be the best Especially look. Especially this year. And – but we should have no problems. Cameron Crutlick is on their – he's a senior now. He was on their team four years ago when they made their final four run. Um, I mean, I think Kofi's just going to just destroy – pick him apart. And Georgie could even – well, another thing, another thing I got in my ear is the fact that Loyola is a very, you know, defensive efficient team. They're number one in the Kempom. Good defense, yeah, because they're playing Bradley, Bradley, and, <laughs> and 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 all these other scubs in the Missouri Valley. I mean, they lost by ten to Wisconsin early in the season. 
So Loyola should not be an issue at all. If we get Georgia Tech, they're coming off their ACC championship win. Uh, they had the ACC Player of the Year. They have another oh, Moses right, big guy, he's a good stud. He's, he's and, then, a stud. and then Alvarado, their point guard, is he's, one of the best defensive guards in the country, and he's very good. But I think um, they're a defensive team. Um, it's just one of those games like you got to beat the eight nine seed. They're probably somewhere in the net between well fifteen and thirty. It's a tough game, but if you come out to play, you should be able to handle them and. Looking at the rest of uh, it's, the it's, upper half of the bracket. Yeah, and well, in the 8-9, it's not free. I mean, four years ago, Wisconsin beat Nova 1-8, and it's like it's not a free win. Every team in the NCAA tournament, with the exception of maybe some mid-majors to get the automatic bids, is a very good basketball mm-hmm. team. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know Georgia Tech won their tournament, but mm-hmm. they were going either way. Yeah, and so the lower part of the bracket, <clears throat> Tennessee. Um, and Oklahoma State. And Oklahoma State. Oregon State is playing Tennessee. They're the Pac-12 championship. We can expect – Pac-12 sucks. Pac-12 sucks. Tennessee, OK State, Cade Cunningham, kind of another story there. I mean, Jay Billis um, was pretty adamant on SportsCenter last night that Tennessee is going to make it to the Sweet 16. And they're a tough team. They barely lost to Alabama in the semifinals of the SEC championship. And um, they got Pons, who's a very good defender, and I think he could give some – our guards some uh, offensive frustrations, but we are one of the best three teams in the country. And as long as you show up to play and um, I don't think like, it's just, you, know, you got to win games and that's what it comes down to. You know, one thing I'm happy about is we don't live or die by anything where we can score inside. We had like 48 yeah. points in the paint or whatever. We can shoot it too. I was talking to Io's dad before the game on uh, mm-hmm. Sunday and he pointed out to me that we had made, I think, well, besides Friday, we just beat the shit out of them. But or actually, Friday, we didn't even make that many threes. But we have been dismantling these teams without even making a lot of three pointers. I think we had like four on Friday before the Tyler Underwood uh, garbage time three, which good for him, but that doesn't really. <laughs> Bank count. Shot. Yeah, I mean, that was just garbage time. But four threes, and you beat a team by 20 something, 20 high 20s. And on yeah, awesome. Saturday, we weren't making a lot of threes against Iowa either. And when you don't live and buy, die by the three, but you're fully capable of making threes, yeah. that's when you that's, know, like, that's you, a good recipe for success. Yeah. And especially in the tournament. And especially tournament. Um, I think looking past that, we got. Um, Real quick, does Iowa, does his dad remember you? Yeah, of good, course. Good, good, good. The whole family good, does. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I sat in front of them all three games this weekend, which Good. was fun because they're always bringing the noise and some energy. But uh, um, And then I think the free throws were pretty – that was a positive out of the Big Ten tournament. Kofi looked much better. Georgie was awesome yesterday. And then mm-hmm. all the guards were knocking them down. So that Because that's an Achilles heel in, the, in an NCAA tournament when you're trying to make a run too. Mm-hmm. So. Scariest team you see in our bracket, in our Midwest bracket? Huh? Ourselves. 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 Uh, <laughs> I don't. The only team that's going to beat us right now is ourselves. And yeah, no, that's a true. Statement or a cocky statement, but I'm. We're playing better basketball than anyone. Yeah, I mean, we are the hottest team in the nation, no doubt. Um, I would have been a little scared of West Virginia. They're kind of similar to Ohio State, where they got Derek Culver, a big guy. Bob Huggins is. Uh, you, Brad Underwood used to be on Bob Huggins' staff at Kansas State. Um, I mean, it's just one of those silly 
you know, the old mentor beats the mentee. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, that would be, like, the only stupid storyline I could see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, elite, I saw – That would be Elite Eight. I saw a bunch of storylines that were pretty funny. It's like, did they make this NCAA tournament about the Illini? It was like round of 32. You could match up against the in-state Loyola team that's like supposedly all this. Yeah. Second And then Sweet 16, you got number one draft pick, Cade Cunningham versus the best guard in college basketball. Elite Eight, you go West Virginia against Illinois. Obviously, so this probably isn't probably going to happen, happen but man. on paper it's likely. Yeah. Um, I just think it's going to be a hell of a tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about March in general. Just having having a bracket to fill out. Wow, oh, I know. I don't. I told my dad yesterday that <clears throat> I wanted to start filling out the bracket, and I got made about five or six picks, and I'm like, oh, I don't even care. I'm like, this is so hard to fill out a bracket. I I'm only worried about one thing right now. Yeah, I'm, that's a good point. Illinois just keep on going. This is a good point. We play Friday at <clears throat> twelve fifteen, I think. Uh. So that that's that's it. We'll play Sunday, um, and if we go to Sweet Sixteen, then we'll play that Saturday and Monday. If we're just looking ahead, yep. Um, but, uh, a lot of basketball to be played, taking it one game at a time, and I'm sure we'll be back with you next week, hopefully. Um, yeah. After a yeah, let's let's have another huge week, Illini fans, and uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, keep building out those brackets. Go go, Illini. Yeah, thanks for listening. I L L I L L I N I. Oh, yeah, and one last thing. Bring back the Chiefs.